Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of Friday Friends Day, a podcast by The Mama Marketer. My name is Olivia, and I am actually here today with my sister, Rebecca, who is my first repeat guest, um, which is kind of exciting. She lives with me, so it's not super surprising, but um, really exciting to have our first repeat guest. You were on the episode where we talked about Ryan Ryan Murphy. Yes, okay. So she is here to discuss today. We are discussing movie to TV show adaptations or sorry book to TV show adaptations and specifically we are talking about Big Little Lies which is a book by Leanne Moriarty it was on HBO there were two seasons of it we are mostly going to talk about the first season and then we are also comparing and contrasting to Little Fires Everywhere which is a book by Celeste NG I think it's like Celeste Young. Okay. Um, and that was on Hulu, and there's only one season of that. So um, should we give a little rundown kind of? So definitely, if you have not seen at least the first series, first season of these, we're definitely going to give spoilers. So if you haven't watched these, um, don't listen to this, the rest of this podcast episode. We're talking as if everyone has seen them. And to be fair, Big Little Lies has been out since 2017, so you've had time to watch that one on HBO. Um, so, yeah, basically Big Little Lies um, – so the, the, the plot, I'll just read from uh, IMDb. Apparently, perfect lives of upper-class mothers at a prestigious elementary school unravel to the point of murder when a single mother, played by um, Shailene Woodley, moves to their California beach town. So it's actually set in Monterey, California, which we vacationed there a few years back. And so that's one of was one of my favorite parts of watching this show was looking at the different places they went, you know. Um, And I remember when we were there, we would go on walks a lot and we would see just these massive houses and this huge golf course. So I remember thinking like we could never afford to live here. Well, and all like the cliffs and the beaches, they look yes. so familiar. Yeah, which the cliff plays a role in it. The, the Definitely the upper class situation, the private, the prestigious affluence plays a role in it. Um, so it's got Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, I already mentioned Shailene Woodley, Zoe Kravitz, Laura Dern, Adam Scott, and Alexander Skarsgård in it. Season two actually has Meryl Streep, which I know we said we weren't going to talk about season two, but she's amazing in it. Um, And then we are comparing and contrasting Big Little Lies to Little Fires Everywhere. And so, again, I'll just read you the plot definition from IMDb. Uh, This show follows the intertwined fates of the picture-perfect Richardson family and the enigmatic mother-daughter who upend their lives set in Shaker Heights, Ohio, which, again, is set as a very, like, affluent community and Reese Witherspoon again plays this very like you know got it all together you know blonde you know housewife and then um so in this movie in this series is Reese Witherspoon, Carrie Washington, Joshua Jackson, Jesse Williams, and Anna Sophia Robb which I joke that Anna Sophia Robb plays the younger version of almost every actress and every flashback I feel like I've seen um, so Reese Witherspoon's life is kind of turned upside down when Carrie Washington and her daughter who are black move to a predominantly white town in Ohio so um, that's kind of the rundown of the two shows before we go any further I want to give one more disclaimer it is a snow day here in Kansas which normally does not mean anything for homeschoolers. We definitely still have had school today, but it means that my kids are inside the house. Mm-hmm. So we are just going to let whatever noises happen to come from the other room come from the other room. <laughs> so just bear with us on this snowy recording day. So, um, okay, Becca, 
tell me, so Becca is here as an expert, as a person that has read the books. I have not read the books, I only watched the show. So one thing I wanted to have Becca speak to is the similarities and differences between the two shows. So why don't you take it from here and tell us. Okay, so let's do Big Little Lies first. Okay. Probably the biggest difference, I know that we talked about how we like it's how it's set in California. In the book, it takes place in Australia, okay. in Sydney, but still in a beach town. So the, the mix of the affluent people with the non-affluent people right. is still like a big part of it. So it makes sense, beach town just made American. Gotcha. Um, and then, okay, so some of the biggest differences that I noticed. So we're talking differences between the, the series and the book. Yes, Okay. the book and the series. So in the book, there was cheating storylines but it was not with ed and madeline oh. um we find out that renata laura dern okay at the so at the big party um at the end like um at the elvis and audrey night so when when they're all out on the balcony and um and then and they're murder's fighting, about to go down the murder's about to go down and at the party you also find out that renata's husband and another um, mom. Another mom's husband, her name's Harper in the book, um, is sleeping with Renata's nanny. And so there's a fight going on inside while the murder is going on outside. Oh. So that just like creates the more chaos at the party. Oh my so gosh. There's like. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, uh, Reese Witherspoon's character never cheats on her husband. The whole Avenue Q storyline never happens. Avenue Q is the movie they're the musical. making. Yeah. That's. That's never a storyline. Um, Perry does not go to therapy with Celeste. She goes by herself. So Perry never goes to therapy. Celeste always okay. keeps it a secret from him, I think. And so, but I th in the maybe I just don't remember specifically about the therapy in the book, but in the movie or in the show, it sounded like, like, the Celeste. therapist kind of helped her get yeah, ready but, to leave him, but you yeah, said that didn't really... I just feel like in the book it was more of Celeste's idea to get an apartment, and like she gotcha. knew, like before, it kind of is suspenseful about like what's going on at mm. first, and before you even know that Perry is abusive, at, the fir at first glance it's like the perfect marriage, like mm -hmm. how everyone views it, but then like one of the, like, I guess you like hear what Celeste is thinking and one of the thoughts is that like I'm gonna leave him after the boys are out of the house mm. and so you're like okay there's something going on here and then you find out what's going on and so like she has plans and she knows she needs to get out but again I, this is kind of similar with the show she's like wait for the boys wait for something gotcha. else so yeah that's a little bit different um Jane never like goes to find Saxon Banks and she doesn't okay. like have a gun either interesting and that okay. was like a big part of the show with like the she's running. like on and ready she, like, the whole time yeah because yeah, in the show she like fantasizes shooting him a bunch of times and mm. stuff and, and she didn't seek him out in the book yeah so in in the book when jane tells madeline and then madeline tells celeste so they all three know um jane says that it was saxon banks but then Celeste is like Saxon Banks is Perry's cousin. Yeah, I don't think they made a big name because I don't remember knowing who it was. Like, I don't remember yeah. hearing a name. So I don't think they made a big deal of the name in the show. Yeah. But that's super interesting the way. Yeah. So, so which, how, hello, how messed up. So this guy, Perry, attacks a woman, 
gives his cousin's name, gives a real person's name that he's related to. And I'm like, just why would you give a real person's name? Just make up a name. So, (laughs) and that ends up being how they figure it out. Yeah. So this is, so how it happens. So the whole time Celeste is like, oh my gosh, the cousin, she's thinking of the cousin's wife. The cousin has kids. She's like thinking of this family and thinking how terrible it is that his wife doesn't know that he has like another kid and everything. And at this point we don't know who's who Mm -hmm. it is either and so then when so in in either story the book or the show jane doesn't meet perry until the party Mm. and so in the book when jane is introduced to perry at the party she immediately is like i've met you you said your name was saxon banks and then everything starts to happen from there so that's like the big thing that happens at the party. So it was kind of interesting because it did happen at the party where she was like recognized him, but it wasn't like a they were already did, fighting type right. thing, so it wasn't like huge. Um, so with Madeline's ex-husband Nathan and her new husband Ed, like all of their fighting did didn't happen no. in the book. Okay, that was like over exaggerated a little bit. Okay, I read a theory online that someone said they did that to like put more possible murder suspects in. Ah, uh, okay, I can see that. But I, yeah, I don't know. Um, and so there's a whole thing with Bonnie. So Bonnie is the one who ends up pushing Perry. Yes. In, same in the series. In the series. She she's pushes played by him. Zoe Kravitz in the yeah, series. Zoe yeah. Kravitz. Which is funny because in the book, she's blonde and white. <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't matter. Points for diversity. Yeah. And so, um, in, in the, in the show, she pushes him downstairs. They're like under construction. In the book... She straight up pushes him off of a balcony, like a second-story balcony. So, um, but also, Ed and Nathan, so both Madeline's current husband and ex-husband, um, are there when it when he gets pushed off. Oh. So all of so in the book, the husbands have no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the series, the so, husbands are, have no idea. Yeah, in the book, it's all of the girls. I don't know if Renata is there. Renata's like not an important character in the book i feel like they made her important just because it was laura dern yeah but um so all of the wives and and jane dr ellie sattler hello (laughs) and then the so ed and nathan are there too and so what happens is that bonnie sees perry hit celeste recognizes that it had not the first time that that happens and pushes him not like meaning to push him off the balcony but like that's what happens obviously yeah and so in in at the end of the book ed so uh reese witherson's like current husband okay ed wants to say something to the police because basically after it happens everyone's like it's an accident that's what we're telling the police right but ed wants to tell the truth and madeline says no No. we're not going to tell the truth but then bonnie gets guilty and so bonnie tells them what happened Oh, she goes to the cops. Yeah, Bonnie tells the police what happened. And um, then she gets community service because it was, like, manslaughter and not, like, murder. And then, um, and that's basically all that happens. And then, so at the end of the book, there's a couple more changes. So when Abigail's website, so in the... In the show, it kind of gets diffused way quicker than it does in the book. Because in the show, it's, like, actually her website to, like, auction off her virginity or whatever. Yes, oh my gosh, I forgot about Um, that storyline until right now. So, in the show, it, like, she decides not to launch it, and it's, like, kind of is over from there. But in the book, it actually gets launched, and it's, like, out there for everyone to see. 
but there is this mysterious donor who donates like ten thousand dollars for her to take the website down basically interesting but in the there's this whole storyline in the book where every time perry beats celeste up or abuses her she like the next day donates like a ridiculous amount of his money to like charities and stuff wow and so it's heavily implied that Celeste is the anonymous donor that, like, takes... Okay, I feel like that's a really cool take on, like, hit him where it hurts, hit him in the yeah. wallet, like, instead of going on a shopping spree. Because she wants for nothing, yeah. she has everything, she donates a ton of his money to yeah. charity. That's, like, super interesting. Yeah, and so... I think um, it's interesting... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so that's that's a, a couple... Just one of the things at the end that happens differently. Another ending difference is that you find out that Bonnie recognized the abuse because her dad abused her mom and so that i think that it's the thing in the second season lizzie said maybe maybe okay. i can't remember but i think that's interesting because i always thought it was strange how bonnie ended up being the one that in this scuffle yeah. basically ended up murdering him yeah. and so i feel like that would have been important for them to put in the show that she basically had PTSD from growing up in yeah. an abusive well, household. So even, they so, might mention it in season two. I just don't yeah. remember. So in the book, you only hear what happened at the party from like interviews. Mm, so yep. in the show, they actually like show you what happens at the party. Like it's a, it's happening in real time. And so like you can knowing, having seen read and seen both like in the, in the show, she like definitely knows something's up Yeah, because like Celeste is crying and Perry's like, being all weird and stuff so I think I think it, it makes sense for her to be following them in the show because she recognizes that it's abuse but it doesn't outright say that yeah and yeah. then um another difference at the end was oh that Jane and Tom the coffee guy the yeah. coffee shop guy so in the in the show or in the book Jane like it basically says that she like doesn't want a relationship with men because she like has yeah. all of this trauma and stuff so she only opens up to tom because she thinks he's gay and then finds out that he's not and then they like he's a much bigger character in the yeah book. there was no storyline yeah, yeah. on him whether or not he was straight or gay or they yeah. just he was just a love interest yeah and so at the end they like end up together and it's really cute and yeah. stuff yeah. and then um and then celeste actually becomes like she gets back into law and specializes in domestic abuse cases that's awesome so i feel like that's a kind of an important character development for her um and then renata like like i said she's not a big character renata like leaves and moves with her daughter after she finds out her husband is cheating on her so (sighs) she's like not even in it at the end i know the biggest difference for me between um show in book is that like it's not until the very end of season two that they all decide collectively together to go to the cops whereas in the book at least one uh bonnie comes forward Mm -hmm. at the end of at the in the book so um so yeah super interesting and i know that we weren't going to talk too much about season two but i just want to share like um when they had the trailer come out and it was meryl streep playing perry's mom so the man that was murdered meryl streep is playing his mom and i was like this can't be a whole season of her trying to figure out the truth about what happened to her son this is going to be lame but oh my gosh Meryl Streep was so good and it was so worth it and it's completely off book so um like like I said there might be a few things that they bring up that are true to the book that they left out of the first season but it ended up I think standing on its own really well so interesting okay well now let's talk about so now let's talk about the differences between Little Fires Everywhere the Hulu show and Little Fires Everywhere the book okay 
So I really liked the book Little Fires Everywhere, but I did not like the TV show. Maybe it's because I liked the book so much and I don't think they did a great job of adapting the characters. Let's just go ahead and say this, because we're on the same boat. Uh, I Little Fires Everywhere was not my favorite of the two series. Is, and I hate to say it, but I think it comes down to a difference between an HBO production and a Hulu production. I, we, I, we felt like the storyline was way rushed with Little Fires. I felt like the acting wasn't... Like, there were some parts where I didn't love the mm. acting. And I don't know. I So I'm with you there, Becca. I yeah. think... Um, I didn't read the books, but just the shows. I, I liked... Uh, Big Little Lies better. Yeah. Which show did you like better? I liked... Mm, I liked Big Little Lies okay. better. Okay, okay. And, um, and you liked that book better too, so... Right? No, I liked Little Fires. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Better, but, but the we'll show talk, just we'll didn't hold. Yeah. Okay, okay, sorry, go ahead. About why. Okay, so <laughs> in Little Fires, I feel like they changed more things that mattered in the show. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we were watching it... To, we watched this one together, and almost every episode, numerous times, Becca would be like that didn't happen, or they left this out, or that was different. There was a yeah. lot, it seems like. So I feel like they they changed more things that mattered to the storyline and added... Anyway, so... Um, the That was the thing, is they didn't just change stuff. They they added, created yeah. new stuff. So. Um, so two of the things that, I mean, that has in common with Big Little Lies is they added a, like, cheating storyline. So, like, Elena and that guy that she meets in New York, like... I, Reese Witherspoon, are you, like, trying to, like, put something out into the universe there? You really want to... <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Okay. I, it, it's, like, implied in the show that they, like, had slept together before, or like, had some sort of... Anyway, m- extramarital relationship. And in, in the book, that's, like, not really a thing, so I feel like they just added that for drama. We don't see any of her trip to New York. She's, she, we know she's just gone to New York in the book, so I feel like they just added that yeah. for more things. Um, in, in the book, when Elena goes to art school, her professor is a lesbian. So Not Elena, Mia. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah. so when Mia goes to art school, her professor is a lesbian and so, like, has a permanent partner that she lives with that's not Mia. And, like, they, as a couple, the two women kind of, like, adopt Mia and, like, take care of her and feed her and stuff. But, but there is no yeah. sexual, so in the, no in, bathtub scenes, yeah. no. But in the show, Mia is just in a lesbian relationship with her professor, and that, that does not happen yes. at all. Um, and then Mia, in general is more aggressive in the show like her and pearl fight a lot in the show and that just doesn't happen in the book like her and pearl like get along pretty well and like have like a a very like loving close-knit mother-daughter relationship so i feel like in the show they added a lot more fighting. they definitely added fighting between her and the daughter and so like maybe it's like an example of her aggressiveness in the show that's not in the book like when Lexi comes to her house after Lexi has the abortion, Mia in the book just like immediately takes care of her and doesn't say anything and never mentions it to her mom or anyone else. Mm. She just like takes care of her and leaves it at that and like is really like comforting in that situation. But in the show, she she's kinda, mean to yeah, her. In the show, she's kind of mean. She ends up telling her mom that it wasn't Pearl and and mm. that Lexi actually had the abortion. And so it was like. Anyway, that's just, like, one example of, like, how her character changed, so I feel right. like I didn't like that. And then, um, Izzy, in in the show, there's, like, this whole thing where she, like, has been dating this girl secretly, and the girl, like, tries to deny it. That's 
Yeah, and Izzy's sexuality is never brought up in the book. It's not a storyline at all. So that was just something they added. Did it happen in the book where, because Carrie Washington's daughter ends up kind of bonding with Reese's character, and Reese's daughter, Izzy, ends up kind of bo- yeah. bonding with Mia. So that, like, cross, did that happen in the book? Yeah, so okay. um, Izzy, like, helps Mia do art projects and stuff. Okay. And then... Pearl just like hanging out at yeah. Elena's house. Because I think they tried to use the whole lesbian thing as a reason, another reason Izzy like looked up to Mia, but again, it wasn't in the book yeah. and it was totally manufactured. Yeah, that was a little weird. And just, I guess we're getting towards the ending now. Um, so a couple of differences in how the, how the show ends and how the books ends. Um, so at the very end, the house, like you find this out at the beginning of the story in either one, but the house burns down and it's, Anyway, um, Izzy... Spoiler, Little Fires oh, yeah. Everywhere is about a house fire. But <laughs> Izzy is the only one who isn't, who sets it on fire in the book. Oh, okay. And in the show, it's like it's all... It's a team of, effort. Yeah, it's like a team effort. And then, like, Elena kind of, um, like, covers for them and says that it was an accident. But in, in, the, in the book, it's pretty clear that Izzy did it and everyone blames Izzy. Mm. And she is just gone. You don't see her for the rest of the book. She's gone. Oh, She's, like, not wow. in the ending because she ran away. Um, so, Pearl, like, doesn't have any contact info on her dad at all, and in the, in the show, she, like, tries to call him or something. Mm -hmm. She tries once, and I think she hangs up or something. Um, and so, she, Pearl doesn't know the whole, like, surrogate situation thing until they, like, leave Shaker, Mm. and so that's, like, a whole, that's, like, a weird thing that they added more details into, I guess. And then, um... These next two ones you're about to talk about? are crazy to me yeah um go ahead um so yeah and then the last two i guess they're not at the ending but i forgot about them um lexi like steals the idea for her like essay to get into college from pearl and that never happens yeah that's a huge part of like the of the race complications of her boyfriend like it's a huge she basically steals this there, Mia writes a uh, Pearl writes an essay about being prejudiced against for her race, and her and uh, the white daughter steals it and changes it a little bit, and it comes out that she did it, and it's a huge source of conflict. So they just totally invented that story, yeah. probably just to draw on the racial tensions a little okay, bit so more. Okay, so you want to know something crazy that yeah. I just found out? So. I guess when I read the books, the promos for the show were already out, so I, like, already, like, was, like, the actors are the characters in my head. I was, when I was looking up differences, apparently the book never says that Mia and Pearl are black. Oh. I don't, don't quote me on that, but I heard that multiple times online, that it never mentions either family's race. So I wonder if that's just, like, a total, if the author did that on purpose to prove our own implicit bias, or what? That's super interesting. the, The book... The book, I mean, talks about race a lot, like, with mm-hmm. the adoption trial and, like, the Asian right, 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 right. and white parents, like, the Asian baby that the white parents want to adopt. And it talks about, like, how Shaker was kind of a progressive place because, like, um, they had more, like... They had affordable affluent. housing. They had affordable housing, so there was, like, rich white people and black people living together and stuff, but apparently it never says that they're black. I don't know if that's... I would okay. have to go back and check. Okay, interesting. Yeah, someone can fact check us on that. So I think just the whole manufacturing, that whole essay storyline is crazy. Um, And then, so apparently there's a storyline about a book club that where they pick like vagina monologues or something and it's very controversial and half the ladies don't like it and blah, blah, blah. That whole thing on screen happens in 
uh, Little Fires Everywhere. But that doesn't happen in the Little Fires Everywhere book. It actually is a storyline that's from Big Little Lies. Yeah, so the whole... Every, that they didn't show. In Big Little Lies, everything that happens with Avenue Q... Which is a play that they're putting with, on in the which show. Which is a play. Besides the affair that never happens in the book, but all of the, the controversy with Avenue Q is... A, a, is a book club that Elena has at the school with all the moms. Yeah. Which they pick like a controversial, controversial book. So I feel like that's just weird because they literally in- just traded, <laughs> traded the storyline yeah. between the shows. And so I don't know. I think that is crazy. So okay. So I just want to close with not close yet, but um, okay. Let's re-answer what we did earlier. What is your favorite book? My favorite, I liked as a book, Little Fires Everywhere better. And what was your favorite show? I guess what I thought was the better adaptation. Yeah, what's the better adaptation? Was Big Little Lies because I feel like they kept the essence of the storyline. It was very gossipy, very clicky, very, I mean, like murder and stuff like that. So I felt like they kept the essence of the show. What was it about? But Little Fires, I just feel like it was a different story almost. Like They almost changed too much. They, like, they changed too many characters, I guess, and mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So book winner, Little, Little Fires. Show winner, Big, Big Little, Little Lies. Lies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's interesting, so I wrote just similarities and differences between the two stories, between the two shows. Obviously, Reese Witherspoon, they were she you know, produced them. She stars in them. They were part of her book club that she has. Um, and I actually just saw this morning that Adweek did a piece on Reese Witherspoon where they were commending her for her work this year in well, film. And apparently she's very progressive in the fact that she wants to highlight, you know, captivating stories, which I think she definitely did that with these, but also, um, like women partnerships. Yeah, so she has a whole, apparently the whole production company, one of her production companies is specifically for telling stories about women. Yeah. And, um, which I love that they were yeah. w- stories written by women, produced by women, acted by women. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just look at, especially Big Little Lies. I mean, you look at the, the people, Reese, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley. I mean, Laura Dern, these are, you know, Meryl Streep. These are our powerhouses. Yeah. And I love the subtle, like, if you look at the business message behind it to like mm-hmm. not compete with each other yeah. and like you can all have a role in a show. And that's one thing that she apparently really works on is female yeah. partnerships. And um, for Little Fires Everywhere, Reese Witherspoon's production company and Carrie Washington's production company worked together to produce that cool. show. So it was like both of them, that was, that was yeah. cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I thought that was really cool. Um, I think for me, I liked Big Little Lies Mm -hmm. the best as well. I felt not having read the book, I know I said it earlier, but I felt like Little Fires Everywhere was like rushed. Like I felt Mm -hmm. like when we were on like the second to last episode or even the last episode, I was like, how are we going to tie it all together? Like how are we going to end this? Mm -hmm. And it just felt very like rushed. So um, good job, HBO and team, because I definitely... Well, and there were fewer episodes in the first season. Yeah. The first season of Big Little Lies is only seven episodes. They were oh. going to do eight, but they were like, we can do it in seven. Yeah. So I feel like they did more with fewer mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. And I, again, I think part of that comes down to, in its essence, like HBO does Production dramatic, better. longer formatted you know, series versus Hulu. They do series, but they're like more like comedy and mm-hmm. quick stuff. So, um, so yeah, I feel like it literally just comes well, down and, to the production. And I feel like Big Little Lies was more popular. Because it was supposed to be a limited series, and then they, like, 
made a second season, so there's going to probably be more seasons of it. I yeah. don't know. But I feel like more people talked about it, I feel like. It was yeah. a bigger... I don't know. I feel like a lot of people talked so, about yeah. it because it had bigger names. There yeah, were agree. more more stars. Skarsgård up in there. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. Um, very cool. Okay. Do you want to do the joke? <laughs> so we're getting ready to film this podcast episode, and my 13-year-old son hears us talking about Reese Witherspoon and asked us to do this joke for him. So let's just do it. Hey, Becca, did you hear about the actress that was murdered? No. You know, Reese. Witherspoon? No, with her knife. Okay, so that was strictly just for Sean, so he can come and listen to that. So, um, okay, so I normally close with what are you doing for the rest of the day. Um, we have a snow day, so we're actually thinking about getting into a new movie or a new series or something. But I want to know from you, Becca, what are you what are you reading right now? What are you watching right now? So I have been reading a lot of my favorite books that I read when I was a kid, and so I've been reading. Um, the reason this episode is so late is because Becca was reading too much, and I was literally like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. I was like, stop reading and thinking. Watch the show. Anyways, okay, so you're um, reading. So I've been reading a lot of, um, like, I guess more youth-oriented books. but um, I Young just, adult. Maybe. Yeah, young yeah. adult. And so I reread Percy Jackson by Rick Riordan, who's a, a very well-known kids author, young adult author. And so I've been reading his books, and so he has, like, three series that are like based on like Percy Jackson and that storyline and then I just read the Cain Chronicles which is his um Egyptian mythology story yeah. and um so the interesting thing is that Percy Jackson is being adapted for a tv show on Disney plus and Ooh. the Cain Chronicles is being adapted for a movie at Netflix oh and, interesting um the author Rick Riordan started his own production company so that he could be super involved because in there's like a this. story where he had an adaptation before that was bad and not well yeah. received and he's like not about that life yeah. anymore they, so i think that's so yeah. cool yeah so that's i think it's really okay. cool so i reread those to get ready for the adaptations and just because i was excited about them cool okay are you watching anything cool right now are you planning on watching anything cool right now i think we were talking about watching i might watch the haunting of Bly manor I, I just know. asked her okay. if she wanted okay, to watch but this. but I looked them up and they look interesting. They do. Scary. Okay, so that's what we're probably going to get up to on this snow day. Um, ask me what I'm reading and watching. What are you reading? <laughs> okay, so reading. I haven't started it yet, but I got a book for my birthday that is called um, Finding Freedom. And it's uh, apparently the two aides that tended to Harry and Meghan throughout their um, courtship and then up until when they left the royal family. And it's not enough official book but Harry and Meghan have like unofficially signed off on this book so I'm super excited I got it for my birthday I'm just like itching to crack the book open so that's what I'm gonna be reading next and then I know that my husband and I are like I don't know five ten years late to this uh train but we actually just started watching Dexter on Netflix which is really funny because like I love murder and I don't know like normally my husband can't deal with the murder shows even like CSI he thinks is really gross um so I don't know it's been just like our thing that we've been doing lately is watching Dexter um but let me just tell you I saw an article that was like Dexter is coming back for a new season and I was like oh cool so I click on it and in the very first paragraph it says how the series ended and I read it and I'm so sad mm -hmm. that I know how it ends but I'm not gonna tell Dean I so mean, nobody tell that's Dean that's what happens 
I mean, basically, when you watch a show five plus years after it comes out. I know, out. I know. That's why if you're just now, if you're listening to this show and you don't, you're like, oh, Big Little Lies, spoilers. Like, you had time. <laughs> you had time, so. Have you ever, because you said you like crime, have you ever watched Fargo? I know yes. we watched the movie, but have you seen the show? I it's an FX don't show. know if we've watched the show. I'm literally going to, like, add that to the list when we're done I've with heard, Dexter. I've, I've heard it's good. We and definitely it's, watched the it's movie. It's one of those, like, True Detective where it changes... Um, when so. is True Detective coming back? Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> help us. Okay. All right, guys, so we're going to get up to some haunting. Because I heard the Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor are, like, connected. Yeah. Like, I almost watched Bly Manor this weekend, and then my friend was like, no, watch this other one first. So now you guys know what we're doing for the rest of the day. Um, and normally I would tease, you know, what's coming up next on the show, but I actually haven't thought that far ahead yet. So just kind of stay tuned. Um, Friday, Friends Day, every Friday, either on Apple Podcast um, or uh, on uh, Podbean or on Amazon. Sometimes I will do Friday, Friends Day on IGTV episodes. So definitely come and follow me on Instagram or Facebook at The Mama Marketer to be able to see those. And that's all I got for you guys today. So have a good rest of your day. Bye.